unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I've always been brought up to be a strong person. Like, I have a visual disability. So, like, my mum has always said to me, like, no matter what, stay strong. Don't let other people tear you down. So I think that is what's made me be the person I am now and be able to stay strong in the gospel at times of turmoil. Hey everybody, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We are here with Melanie today. Melanie, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and you're, you're British. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, so I'm Melanie. I'm from England in the United Kingdom and I'm 17 years old. Was recently baptized into the church on the 1st of August, 2020. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, it's been great. So uh, what kind of things do you like to do? What's your, what's your jive? Um, to be honest, I'm a complete and utter geek. Uh, I love like anything to do with like history, like geography, religion. Like I love those like humanitarian subjects. Like they're amazing. So like once I get into something like that, like I could be going for hours reading up on things. And yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's very interesting. Are, are you a movie geek or a book geek at all? Books. Definitely books. Which books? <laughs> oh, I I'll, I'll quite like some like the um, like sci-fi type stuff, like, you know, aliens, vampires, and oh, yeah. that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Sweet. So, congratulations once again on your baptism. <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. How, how did you find the church? When I was in high school, uh, now um, the British education system is a bit different. So we had we picked something called options in like what you guys would think of like I think it's eighth grade, so it's like year nine for us. Um, and we picked three or four options. Now I picked history, religious studies, and geography. Now in history we were studying the American West so Native Americans and everything like that and the church came up and my teacher kind of was like you know they got persecuted and that's all we need to know then that's it I'm like I can't leave it at that I need to know more so I started looking into like a lot of historical stuff when it came to the church like I've researched like the whole life of Joseph Smith, like Brigham Young as well, like looked into like main key facts on like dates and things and when things happened and everything up to like the move out west and right up to like the um, Salt Lake Temple being built, everything to do with like history, like up to the beginning of the 20th century. And in the end, I kind of, I don't know, I gave up with it because like, exams and everything was kind of like getting a bit heavy so I was like you know I can't keep doing it it's something that I don't need to do so I need to stop so I ended up moving away from it forgot about it for a while and then about a year and a half ago we were in an RE lesson so our religious studies and uh, we sat there and we were on about like different groups of Christianity and one of my mates went oh they're Mormons I'm like and here we go again, you know, what are we going to say this time? Because there's loads of stuff I already know, I want to know more. And the mate's like, oh, well, they practice polygamy. And I'm like, do they? I don't know. So I Googled it and she, and then we were like, we, 
looking at different things to do with like controversial topics about the church. And I was a bit like, you know, there's some controversy, but it looks pretty sweet to me. You know, it's pretty great. There's some good stuff in there. That's such an awesome, that's like, <laughs> I'm going to put that in vinyl lettering on my living room wall. There's some controversy, <laughs> but it looks pretty sweet to me. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm a very open-minded person, so I, I don't know. I don't take things on face value. Like, I love to look deeper into things. So um, I was like, you know, yeah, there is some dodgy stuff, like, that you, on the surface of what you could see, of, like, what, what the media portrays and whatever people say and, you know, like, ex-Mormons and the stuff they come out with and, all that like you're exposed to that so much when you're looking into the church and like all my friends were just seeing this and I was like I'm sorry look deeper like I ended up actually in a full-on argument with a friend because she was like oh no they're this they're that they're the other and I'm like I'm sorry what <laughs> we were talking about it in the end she kind of came over to my point of view and we got really interested and in the end again fell away from doing the research fell away from it all and then December last year I had this, I don't know, this overwhelming feeling of, I need to find truth. I need to find out what's true. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in like the Holy Ghost. I believe in Heavenly Father. I believe in all that. But where do I lie? Because there's so many different, you know, different like denominations that believe different things. And so I was like, you know, looking into different things. At first I was like, you know, looking into the more common churches. So like the Church of England, Catholics like that sort of stuff and speaking to family members and friends about it and I was always just a bit like no this can't be right like I don't agree with some of the stuff like quite a lot of it I'm like yeah okay I get it but some of it I'm just I was a bit like that can't be it you know so in the end I was like well I've looked into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints a few times why don't I ever look into that and I can't remember on the 24th of December, so Christmas Eve last year. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. I just had this prompting to read the Book of Mormon, so I downloaded the Gospel Library app and started reading, and it was like a light bulb went off. Like, it was amazing. I just knew then and there that I'd found the truth. I didn't need to pray about it, I didn't need to ask anyone, I knew I'd found the truth. But, I was too introverted to speak to anybody about it, speak to anyone about the truth that I'd found. So about two, three months later, um, I was speaking to a friend at college and she was like, you know, just go and ask somebody that's part of the church or that knows a lot about the church. And I was like, okay. So in the end, plucked up the courage and I was like, looking online, trying to find anything, anyone that I could speak to. And I found the Facebook group to the ward that I lived near in Manchester at the time. And I messaged the Facebook group and one of the women messaged me back. She was really sweet, really nice. And we got talking and they introduced me to the missionaries and pretty much I've believed ever since. Like I've been a part of the church ever since. But then family controversy and stuff. Uh -oh, and what happened there? I was speaking to my mum about the church and about what I believe. And my mum was like, I'm sorry, it's a cult. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> hold on a second. So I got, we got into a debate about it and um, I kind of rattled off the definition of a cult 
and I kind of just completely teared it apart and completely just went I'm sorry you know we're not a cult like look at the definition look at what we are we're not and then in the end my mum came round to it but me and her didn't get on very well so I wasn't living with her at the time I was living with my nan now my nan was the tough nut to crack to say the least what are you doing cracking nuts uh it was me and her we were fine we got on great right until I joined the church then it was I'm wrong and I'm this and I'm that and the other and it was basically just full-on it was basically like bullying to be honest if I'm being completely honest it was now she's got no beliefs whatsoever she doesn't believe in anything this is what she tells me she doesn't believe in anything she doesn't agree with anything so I'm like okay I respect that but then I want to have those conversations, you know, I've asked her questions and she's like, she doesn't like, she doesn't just go, oh no, I don't agree with that. She's full on, like screams in my face. She's swearing, she's this, she's that. And it was horrible to say the least. So how did you crack that nut? I moved out. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, in the end, um, one night I was, I had a young women's activity. Uh, with the girls in my ward and we were doing it via zoom and uh, we started talking about like the temple and like you know uh, baptisms for the dead and things like that and I was really intrigued and my nan was sat in the room now we lived in a one-bedroom flat so it was really cramped you couldn't get away from each other so she was sat in the same room as me and she was giving me these really horrible looks and I could just tell the second I get off that call I was gonna get screamed at to be honest I was actually kind of scared and came off that call and now she didn't react the way I expected she did give me like a load of rubbish for it did like say a load of stuff but in the end I was just kind of like you know you believe what you believe I believe what I believe you know let's just agree to disagree and she basically she decided that I couldn't speak about the church in the house I couldn't do anything church related in the house I couldn't like basically it there was a restriction after restriction I was I wasn't about being restricted in that way like I'm 17 you know I'm almost an adult I can't deal with being restricted in that way so I just said to her I'm sorry I'm not living by that. I can't. And she's she gets up in my face and screaming, shouting. I, in the end, I said, just say to her, you know, calm yourself down, chill yourself out. Like I'm being respectful. Show me the same respect. And my uncle, being who he is, comes in the room and he's sticking up for me, Nan, and he gets so close to my face. And my uncle's like a father to me, to be honest. I was so close with him my whole life. And when he like he got in my face and he was screaming and shouting, in the end, I was like, you know, I was scared out of my mind. I was like, even though I knew in the back of my mind he'd never hurt me, he was just really angry. I was scared, like really scared. And I basically said to him, I was like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to be around you. And he's like, well, yeah, you can get out of this house. So I'm like, right, I'll take myself off for a walk. And I did. I went out went for a walk I think I was gone about three hours came back my nan basically went to me right you can't live in no more so <laughs> yeah <laughs> moved in with me granny I'm sorry that happened to you <laughs> I'm in a lot better place than I am uh, than I was then a lot better place how long ago did that happen that happened 
back in June, like the beginning of June. Of this year? Yeah, this year. I'm with my granny now. Okay. Uh, my granny's great. <laughs> She's been to a few missionary lessons with me, which has been quite fun. Does now, she have a problem with you being a member of the church? She doesn't have a problem per se, but the way she voices her problems isn't degrading. It's more, I have a problem with this. Can you explain it? A couple of times I have felt as though she's not happy with my decision, like with certain things. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I like, I just know in the back of my mind that she's never going to give me like the stuff I've had to deal with with my, my nan and my uncle. So it's, it's a lot better and a lot more comfortable. So beside the family troubles, how has it been being a member of the church the last uh, 19 days or so, uh, based on the date when we're filming this? And then my second question is, what advice would you have for other people that are going through maybe similar family issues that, that you went through? So being a part of the church has been amazing, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I, it's like a part of me that was missing before is now there. Like, I never felt like I belonged before, but now being in the church, I know that I am where I belong and I'm with the people that I belong with. So it's it's been absolutely amazing. <laughs> and advice uh, for anyone going through the same situation, just just persevere, just stay strong in your beliefs like don't let other people tear you down don't let other people force you to not believe something you are your own person heavily father gave us the freedom of choice the free will you know that sort of thing use it no matter your age no matter what situation you're in stick strong in your beliefs and if you feel like it's tearing you down find somebody find anybody to message any member of the church would be happy to speak to you, no doubt. Anyone that you know that's a member of the church, message me if you want, you know, like, whatever. Just speak to somebody if that's what you need. I think that's great advice. I think that there's no shortage of people that are willing to tell you what to do. So to develop the ability to research or study things out for yourself and make your own decision, make a decision for yourself, regardless of what other people are telling you to do, I think that's a really valuable skill, especially in the world of religion. And that doesn't even just go for, for becoming a Latter-day Saint. That goes for whatever religion you feel drawn to, right? It, it's important to be able to filter things out because no matter where you go, people are going to be there are going to be people that are going to be angry at you for your decision. If you didn't join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and you joined, you know, the Church of England, then there are going to be people that are going to be angry about that. There are going to be other people that are going to be happy about that. But it's about being able to find where you feel like you belong and where you feel like God wants you to be. And definitely. it sounds like you've, you've kind of done that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the only reason I've managed to is because I've always been brought up to be a strong person. Like I have a visual disability. So like my mum has always said to me, like no matter what, stay strong. Because to be truthfully honest, I wasn't the most liked person in school. 
I wasn't the most bullied person, but I wasn't the most liked. I was kind of like, like that middle person that gets a bit of bullying, but also has a few friends. And I always kind of was taught, you know, stay strong. Don't let other people tear you down. So I think that is what's made me be the person I am now and be able to stay strong in the gospel at times of turmoil. And, and that's, I think that's awesome. Tell, tell me a little bit more about this visual disability, because you, you kind of do yeah. notice a little bit your eyes kind of wander. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got a condition called optic nerve hyperplasia. It's a big one. It's basically um, your optic nerve. It's like a little nerve that um, connects your eye to your brain. And mine isn't fully developed. They, like, they don't know how I can see. It's not fully connected. Like, so it's, yeah. <laughs> I can see for around a meter, like, perfectly fine like anybody else. But after that, it's like really like blurry and like the further away it gets, it's blurry. Like um, I can't read small things as well. Like I can't read small text. So like on my phone, I have to have everything enlarged and yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing. Your optic nerve is actually not fully attached. Yeah. Of what I know of my condition. Yeah. That's fascinating. And does that mean that maybe you don't have as much control over your eye movement as other people would yeah oh yeah I've got something called nystagmus which means I can't control where like my um pupils go like I am I can control where I look but my pupils go in different directions it's it's a strange thing to say like strange for yeah. people to understand and but yeah it's a bit it's a bit weird but yeah. and have you suffered from that your whole life yeah I was born completely blind and I gained a bit of sight uh, about one year old and it's been stable ever since well that's good to hear yeah definitely <laughs> I, I want to say that i would love to be able to relate to your story but at the same time i don't want to because it sounds really difficult right <laughs> but what is the proper way to respond to a parent or to a, a a family member or someone that you respect when they attack your beliefs like that just try and be understanding like don't don't fall to their level and be disrespectful as well and just persevere because eventually those people will either leave you alone or they'll come around to your beliefs and my mum's halfway there she's agreeing with some things and not agreeing with others for example she agrees with like when i'm reading the book of mormon and doing certain things like that and then others, for example, today uh, was the first time I'd paid tithing. And I rang her and I told her and she was like, hold on a minute, what? Like, do they force you to pay that? And I'm like, no, like I choose to do it. You know, it's not like I'm forced to pay. It's not like taxes. And she's like, okay, I don't understand it. I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to tear you down for it. So like my mum's at that point, <laughs> she's like, not agreeing, not disagreeing. On the other hand, my nan, I just don't speak to her about it. Just full stop. Like, if I speak to her, it's not about anything to do with my beliefs or anything. It's just pure, like, just general conversation. Yeah. <laughs> do you get along with her when you do speak about other things? When we speak about other things, yeah, we do get along. Yeah. And I think that's another important point to make that sometimes, I mean, you got to know when to just kind of back off a little bit and and let people 
cool down and maybe not talk about things for a while. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing though is when something's such a big part of your life, like when it comes like when it comes to a religion, it's like the biggest part of your life. You know, we're not just a religion, it's a culture really, and you know, believing in things, acting on those beliefs, like it's so difficult to kind of go, I'm not gonna speak about it with this person. But really it's just it's just about trying and just about trial and error. You might make mistakes, you might argue with the people, but you know, just change it next time. Well, Melanie Again, I'm so happy for you having, having found that, that place where you belong, feeling good in the church. Congratulations on your baptism. I hope and pray that, that uh, relations improve between you and some of these family members. But I also hope that what you have gone through is useful to other people that, that might be on the verge of going through the same thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, feel free to subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet and give this video a like. And uh, Melanie, I guess if people have questions for you, maybe they can leave them in the comment section and you can respond to them. Is that okay with you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, sounds great. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.